0: This old-time radio program was originally aired live, long before the advent of high fidelity. As a result, you may detect an occasional surface noise or volume drop due to transmission problems so common to old radio. We hope, however, that any variance in audio quality will not take away from your pleasure in listening to this, one of the all-time favorite shows. Welcome to Nova Joker Radio. On this episode, we'll be playing audio from A Nightmare on Elm Street. But before we do that, I just remembered that I have to host this open mic. So let's head on over to that open mic and check it out. Check it out. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming out you all ready for your first comedian? All right, I'll take that as a yes. Let's hear it for your first comedian.
1: One time I brought this uh, young man back to the hotel room, the Ambassador Hotel. I uh, was just planning on drugging him and uh, spending the night with him. I had no intention of hurting him. When I woke up in the morning, he uh, had a broken rib here, I was heavily bruised. Apparently, I had uh, beaten him to death with my fists. I had uh, these obsessive uh, desires and and, uh, thoughts wanting to control them, to, uh, I don't know how to put it, uh, possess them permanently not because I was angry with them, not because I hated them, but because I wanted to keep them with me. And uh, as my obsession grew, uh, I was saving body parts such as uh, skulls and uh, skeletons. No one, no one had a clue as to what was happening for, for over a decade. I just had complete control the situation.
0: Alright, if everybody can just please just remain calm, just hey, put, sir please, please put down the chair. You don't need to throw that. Ma'am? Ma'am, are you okay? I think... Were, were you eating ketchup? Did, well, you got something on your face. It's, is it? Yeah, it's, it's blood. Okay, well, we'll um... We'll get somebody. Can we get somebody over here, please? Um... Um... Uh, I am sorry, folks. I, that, that was... That got out of hand. What the... What the fuck was that guy even talking about? the eating people and shit. Jeez. Okay. Um I guess we'll uh we'll just bring up the next comedian. Um what's that? There's no more comedians? There's just that one guy. Okay. Um, well, uh, thanks for coming out, uh, drive safe. Ugh, that was terrible. I think I need a palate cleanser. Can I please get a moment of death metal? There, that's better. Ugh, what a nightmare. Hey, speaking of nightmares, Tina's been having some very bad dreams. You're listening to A Nightmare on Elm Street, right here on Nova Joker Radio.
2: All day long I've been seeing that guy's weird face and hearing those fingernails. Fingernails? amazing you saying that. That made me remember the dream I had last night. What'd you dream? I dreamed about a guy in a dirty red and green sweater. Well, what about the fingernails? Oh, he scraped his fingernails along things. Actually, they were more like finger knives or something, something he'd made himself. They made a horrible sound. Scream. Nancy.
0: You dreamed about the same creep I did you dreamed about the same creep I did it was a, a billionaire who owned his own island and may or may not have hung himself in his prison cell but uh Tina will be all right she just needs to drink some coffee
2: your coffee, sir. Thanks, beautiful. You're welcome. How can such a pretty wife make such bad coffee? I heard that.
0: All right, let's do the news. <laughs> U.S. man charged after threat to fly plane into Walmart. A U.S. man who stole a small airplane and threatened to fly it into a Walmart shop has been charged with grand larceny and making terroristic threats. Boy, that that, uh, that whole war with between Walmart and Targets really, really escalating. They're trying to fly planes into each other now. Targets out here, straight trying to 9/11 Walmart. Uh, the man, named by police as Corey Wayne Patterson. I mean, I could say it; it's in the news. I'm not, I'm not outing anybody. Uh, Corey Wayne Patterson was arrested after landing in a field, having circled, having circled near Tupelo, Mississippi, for hours. Maybe he was just looking for a landing. Zone in Walmart, I mean they got everything else they have Gas stations. They got Burger Kings now. They got the, the one near where I live has a hotel pretty close to it I don't know if it's a, a Walmart brand hotel, but it might as well be it was constructed just as cheaply and with you know little to no care to aesthetic or Comfort just a big cold place to put things. And in the case the Walmart in the case of Walmart, the thing that uh, they're, they're storing is products. And in that cheap hotel, the things that they're storing are people. Uh, the Walmart was evacuated while, people, while police spoke to him in midair. The Walmart was evacuated while the police spoke to him in midair. For some reason, I just picture, like, everybody standing. On the ground, like he's not even in a plane, but when they talk to each other, they all kind of jump. Because the, the police spoke to him in midair. It's like, they, it's a weird social condition. Like, he can only, he can only, like, uh, communicate with people when he's, like, jumping into the air. I don't know. <laughs> the suspect worked at the local airport, but was not believed to hold a pilot's license the city's police said so what you're saying is flying a plane is really easy and just about anybody can do it all you gotta do is just get in you've seen enough movies you know how this works you get in there and it looks intimidating at first inside the cockpit of an airplane there's like a lot of switches and buttons but eventually if you push enough of them you'll just be flying that's just how that works. Uh this uh, I already read that part. However, he is known to have received some flight instruction. Okay. I guess I probably should have read the next sentence before just wandering off on the next uh the next tangent there. News 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 news. news. Uh, Mr. Patterson is alleged to have stolen the Beechcraft King Air twin engine aircraft shortly after 5 o'clock local time before taking to the skies. Uh, shortly after taking control of the plane, the suspect phoned 911 saying he was planning to fly into a branch of Walmart. But, you know, dude. I guess I'll just read the rest before I before I start assuming his motivations. No, you know what, let me just make up his motivations. Let's see, he got, uh... I'm, the, the obvious assumption is that he got fired. You know, he's just a disgruntled employee who, you know, has some pilot training. He's he's clearly not having the best time. <clears throat> he's clearly not having the best time if he's his, uh... If your plan for the day is to steal a plane and crash it into a Walmart, it's like, it's not even, it's not even a political statement or anything. It's just so he would have to have some kind of uh, real beef with just that particular Walmart. So I guess you could assume he got fired, but I like to think it's because they discontinued his favorite brand of deodorant and uh you know all the other ones kind of break him out and he went to the the service desk because when he was looking for his favorite deodorant it was it just wasn't there so he thought well maybe they restocked it somewhere else maybe so he went to customer service and he asked them uh, about it and the girl behind the counter at the customer service was very, you know, very aloof, very uninterested in his problem. you don't understand what it's like if you have deodorant that isn't... If, like, most deodorants will, like, break me out under my armpit, so I have to find a certain type. Because there's nothing worse than you buy a new deodorant, and you put it on, and, you, you know, you're going out into the world, and you're about an hour into your day... And then your armpits just start itching like crazy. I don't know if that's ever happened to anyone else, but it's happened to me a couple of times. So you immediately just have to like sneak off and into a, a public bathroom and just start scrubbing. I mean, you have to. You just you're just in there, just taking a hobo bath. Like I actually have to take my my shirt off to do it. You know, and I've been walked in on. I've been walked in on doing that. But so uh, this man here. Corey Wayne Patterson. He uh, he went to the customer service desk to complain about. He wasn't even complaining. He was just asking. He was just curious about what happened to his preferred brand of deodorant. And this girl behind the customer service desk could not give a shit. She kept looking down. He she was hiding it behind the counter, but he knew she was just checking her phone. Like he's mid-sentence, and she's just like glancing down, you know, scrolling Instagram, or probably TikTok. Is even mentioning Instagram like a boomer thing now? Like, do I, does, do all my social media references have to be TikTok for this to be relevant? I, I don't know. So this this girl was just giving uh, Corey Wayne Patterson a lot of attitude, and uh, he, he really didn't like it. And he made a point to look at her name, and it was Julie her name was julie and that's that's why corey wayne patterson was flying that plane into that walmart he wasn't doing it to destroy a walmart or to kill a bunch of people it was to get that bitch julie because she's got a real attitude problem and she thinks if she, little little petite pretty whole world handed to me julie is going to just have you know just the, the world at her feet, just just dancing on rose petals all the way to everything she could ever want. And this little blip in her life is when she had to work at a Walmart before, you know, probably becoming famous on TikTok. And Corey Wayne Patterson just couldn't deal with that. He couldn't deal with her another entitled youth just getting further in life than he did. So he just focused all of his energy and all of his rage and he stole a, an airplane And he wanted to crash it into Julie. And that's why he was doing it. At least that's my theory. I could be wrong. I don't know. I could be wrong. The threat prompted an evacuation of the building and other nearby shops as officers warned of a dangerous situation. Uh, I get that dangerous situation would be in quotes here. But it looks like... Because you're quoting somebody talking, but it kind of looks like they were just like not taking it seriously. Like, oh, it's a dangerous situation. Am I saying that assholy enough for you to understand that it's quotation marks dangerous situation? There, you can do the finger quotes along. News, news,
1: news, 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 news. news, news.
2: Uh,
0: John Quaker. I don't know, I thought that was so funny. I guess I was picturing a Boston person saying Quaker, because it's Q-U-A-K-A, I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced, John Quaker. The local chief of police said negotiators managed to persuade Mr. Patterson to safely land at the airport, a maneuver of which he had no experience, but that he then aborted his plan. No details of the negotiator's conversation with the suspect or his possible motives have yet been made public. That's because he didn't want to admit everything I just told you guys. I mean, if if you do, if you crash a plane into Julie, I mean, that's that was your personal direction that your life took. That's the moment that led all the way up to your death. And... You know, if if it's an isolated thing, then yeah, that's fine, that's all in your head, that's that's how you chose to uh, end your life. I'm not condoning that, I'm not saying that's a good thing. But, if, if that is your motivation to do that, and then you get caught, and then, you know, they're like, well, why did you do it? You, that's when you say, I'll tell you, I'll tell you cops exactly why I stole this plane and was going to crash it into a Walmart. I did it because I am railing against capitalism. Or he could say something like, uh, Walmart uh, ran his favorite small business out of business. And he doesn't like how Walmart conducts their business. So, uh, you know, it would just be a little embarrassing to say, the girl at the customer service desk gave me attitude. Just after nine thirty, he posted an update. on- hang on! I gotta, I gotta make it official before I start actually reporting the news.
2: News, 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 news.
0: Okay. Just after nine thirty, he posted an update on Facebook, which, in essence, said goodbye, Chief Quaker. Chief freaking Quaker added in his freaking news conference. Uh, it almost got British there. I'm gonna try not to do accents. And when I do, I will. I'll always make a point to apologize. At least I'll try to remember to. Flight trackers monitored the plane as it charted an erratic course above the city, and in the wider area. Soon afterwards, a live stream by a reporter of local television station WTVA showed the aircraft sitting stationary. Okay, he landed the plane. We get it. He already said he didn't say his motive. Uh, he's taken into custody soon after landing. In addition to the charges of grand larceny and making terroristic threats he also faces a federal level investigation well yeah i'm sure uh walmart ain't too happy about that i mean that's like at this point walmart could very well turn into like a its own sovereign nation i guess the brand could and then they would just already have like strongholds in every state in the country like with just a little bit of extra training, if the if the employee training at Walmart extended over to you know teaching them how to tuck and roll, how to field strip an AR-15, you know just a just a couple little extra things, you know a little bit of explosives training. If Walmart would train its employees just a little bit better, you know just tighten the focus. Of what their real ultimate goal is. Everybody's worried about China and Russia. You need to be worried about Walmart. Are there Walmarts in China? If not, there will be. Uh, state Governor. Oh, hang on. This is the actual news. News,
1: news. News, news, news.
0: I don't think I'm using that intro right. State Governor Tate Reeves earlier tweeted his thanks to law enforcement officers for managing the situation with extreme professionalism. If you can't tell, those last two words were also in quotation marks. Yeah, so, uh, best of luck to, to, what's his name, to Corey Wayne Patterson and all his future endeavors. I hope, I hope one day he can, um, get the help he obviously needs And I hope sometime, not in the near future, but uh, probably in the distant future, I hope sometime when he finally gets out of prison and he gets the help that he needs, uh, he he can one day put all this behind him and send Julie a friend request on Facebook or follow her on TikTok. That was, that was terrible. Hey, you know what else is terrible? Being murdered in your sleep. You're listening to A Nightmare on Elm Street, right here on Nova Joker Radio. Oh! <laughs> it for Tina. R.I.P. Okay, now we're going to do some horror news. Horror news, horror news,
1: horror news, horror news, horror
0: news. Uh, Hulu's Hellraiser first look at Jamie Clayton as Pinhead, plus a brand new Cenobite. Okay, this is the, uh, been seeing this pop up a lot lately. The Hellraiser franchise returns to life with a brand new Hulu original movie. Always a good sign. And it's set to unleash pain and pleasure exclusively on Hulu on October 7th, 2022. So this is the, uh, the female head. That uh, I saw this Something about this A couple months ago I didn't really want to Didn't really want to get Too into it But I feel like I should say something about it Because it's Here's the thing If there's a valid reason To change The entire Sexual identity Of a character Okay But If you're only doing it because you think it'll just make things more, I guess, equal, you're not coming from... You're not really coming from a very honest place, I don't think. I feel like... I feel like if there's no reason to do it, then you're only doing it to appease a certain group of people. Or you're doing it because you have some kind of personal agenda. Neither of those two reasons or in the interest of the story itself, and shouldn't that be what it's really about? The story. Who gives a fuck if Penhead is a dude or a chick? I, it's it's silly. It's a silly thing to worry about. But it's like he they, when people picture Penhead, they picture that character. That would be like if you remade Jaws, and it it was a, an alligator or something. It, people would be like, well, it's not a shark, though. We're pretty used to, pretty used to Jaws just being a shark. And people would be like, well, that's awfully sexist of you, to just assume that. It's like, no, come on, man. I don't want to talk about this kind of shit. I'm like, no, you brought it up. Well, actually, you brought it up when you went out of your way to change an entire thing. And, I mean, and also, let me put it to you like this. Would it have been as big a news story if Penhead was just another dude? Because I know they rebooted this a couple years ago with another shitty Hellraiser movie. And the guy on that didn't even look that great. And the one even before that was abysmal. And that guy was just... That guy looked like one of those... Um... My grandma used to have him. You know, those little uh, they're, they're pen holders for knitting, I guess, it looks like a, it looks like a little tomato, or just a little ball that you stick all your pens in, you know, so you can find them, and you don't jab yourself, that's what that guy looked like, just a big round thing with a bunch of pens in it, but, uh, yeah, would this even get as much attention if it was just another dude, it's just, is this just marketing, or is this, is this still part of The whole woke thing, where every character has to be a girl boss. You know, I I feel like they were one step away from casting Brie Larson to play Pinhead at this point. It's like, it. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Because I feel like a lot of that that woke horse shit is on its way out. So we'll see. Because then they have to, like, cancel a Batgirl movie. Because they that's pretty bad. I mean, you would think that they would at least put that Batgirl movie out to just try to make some money, because you spend a lot of money making a movie. So it's like, why... Why why wouldn't you at least put it out and hopefully get some of your money? They're just like, no. This, it, this is gonna make us look so bad that, uh... People, I'm, I'm assuming they're just worried about their brand at this point. People are going to see their logo and be like, oh no, fuck that. What is it, Warner Brothers does the DC stuff? I don't care. Uh, Entertainment Weekly has shared some first look images. Well, that's what you guys want in this all audio show. I, I guess I could skip that. Uh, David, Director David Bruckner tells Entertainment Weekly, This is not a remake. I just didn't think you could ever remake the original Hellraiser. It's too much of its own thing. And it would be, I think, perilous territory for filmmakers. Because how do you talk that? And then he goes on to say, This is a new story in the Hellraiser universe. Well, so you're admitting it's in the Hellraiser universe, where I'm assuming... Doug Bradley's pinhead still exists I guess there could be more than one pinhead I mean so well let's use this opportunity to uh, imagine what happens when you become a Cenobite don't you have to go through like a thousand years of torment like until all your, your earthly uh, needs and desires are replaced by just nothing but uh, pain and pleasure isn't that what it all boils down to That's why they all look like they were leaving a leather bar when they got into an accident with an office supplies truck. I mean, they're supposed to be slowly formed and cultivated in a way that I think is like specific to their type of pain. You know, kind of like a personal preference thing. I would assume. Because they all look different. They've all been kind of fucked up. I'm only really assuming that... I've never read The Hellbound Heart. And I'm sure anybody who has is just screaming, You fucking idiot. But... Even whatever beings or entities are taking these humans and torturing them to such a degree that they become Cenobites, you would think that even they would run out of ideas, right? There's only so many different shiny metal objects and different uh, patterns of leather you can wrap around a person so that they look, you know, scary. So maybe maybe they were just running out of ideas, and they're like, "Well, we just got this chicken. What do you want to do with her?" And it's like, ah, f- I don't know, man. You just want to put some pens in her head, and he's like, uh, I mean, we kind of already got a guy that does that. Isn't that like copyright infringement? It's like, well, it's like, it's kind of like song titles. You know, you can't really copyright a song title, so we just put a couple pens in her head. I'll tell you what we'll make sure she shows a lot more cleavage you know because that makes things more equal it just feels like in in video games when you have the the male character and then there's like a female version that's pretty much just that character but just with hits and you know a, a prettier face obviously but it's wouldn't it do wouldn't it be better for a female actress and just for a writer and a director, for anybody making this movie, wouldn't it be better to have a female antagonist, but come up with, I don't know, a completely original design and name and origin? You want to reboot this franchise, but you want to hang on to the same old same old names. You want to change everything, but you want to keep those names. It's like, why... why I, I like how I'm just asking why when everybody knows why it's just it's money but it, how much money can the hellraiser franchise i mean i'm going to watch this movie you're going to watch this movie most horror fans are going to watch it and that's kind of what they bank on we see that name and you're either going to watch it because you you genuinely love the hellraiser franchise but i feel even a large subset of those people are you know they're probably the most skeptical because that's like you're taking something i love And you're kind of fucking with the main character, and the last... How many Hellraiser movies have there been? 15? The last 14 weren't very good. So... I mean, don't get me wrong, Hellraiser, it's a great aesthetic. And I'm sure the Hellbound Heart is a great book. I've read a couple of Clive Barker books. The man is an absolute genius. But uh, it's the same problem Stephen King ha- has. Some of this shit just doesn't translate to film very well. And that shows a lot in Penhead's character. Because beyond, you know, looking really cool and having a cool voice and saying cool shit like, Oh, we've got such sights to show you. He didn't really do anything. you ever watch Penhead fight? He'll look slightly off camera and then it'll cut to a chain, like, shooting across to just attach itself to the person's face or their, their balls or whatever. So he doesn't really do a lot. It's it's It doesn't translate well to film is what I'm saying. So it actually would have been an advantage for uh, a, a film studio to just create a whole new antagonist. You know, a new front-runner for this Hellraiser. And it could it could totally be a woman. I don't have a problem with that. Just, just, if I have a problem with anything ever, it's usually because it's pretty uncreative. And that, that's, it's inexcusable because it's like, that's your actual job. You know, that's the one thing they expect you to do. So, and the new Hellraiser movie from, oh, hang on, i got to play the, I'm getting back to the actual news here. So, we'll go. Horror news. Horror news. Okay. In the new Hellraiser movie from Hulu, a young woman struggling with addiction comes into possession of an ancient puzzle box, unaware that its purpose is to summon the Cenobites, a group of sadistic supernatural beings from another dimension. So, let's hope Hulu has enough balls to, you know, really go for it because if this is just some watered down uh, CGI blood having woke agenda pushing horse shit then i don't know man it's it's funny because my my wife and i went to a horror convention i think it was it was about last year i remember meatloaf was still alive because we met him there and my wife actually got to meet Doug Bradley. Like we were actually waiting, we were waiting in line to to meet Meatloaf, but he had to like he had to leave for a few minutes. So we were just kind of standing there, and she looked over and she saw Doug Bradley, and like he was just finishing up with his last person. And she's like, "Oh, I wonder if I can go over there and talk to him." And uh, I was like, "Well, go for it. I'll hold her a place in line." So she ran over there, asked, asked if she could get a picture. He was real nice, brought her in, got a picture. She said he was. S- super nice guy, and she bought one of his uh, his t-shirts, and on his t-shirt, it's a, uh, it's a picture of Penhead, and it's got some film strip on it, and it says, no remakes, please, it's a waste of good celluloid, and I thought, th- see, the thing about that is that he had that shirt before the uh before this movie was announced he was selling that shirt so i don't know if he's still selling that shirt i i hope he is but you know people are on the internet they'll be like oh he's a misogynist because this and that it's like do you think maybe he's made an entire career playing this cool character and you know these modern Movie studios want to come along and just re- reboot everything, and now they're just going to fuck it up? It's, I mean, it's kind of the dude's legacy. He should have some kind of investment in it. But he seems like a really nice guy. He probably won't say anything mad about, or mean about it. But, um, when I, when I watch it, I will. It says, Hulu's Hellraiser has been rated R for some very Hellraiser things, including strong bloody horror violence. And gore language throughout some sexual content and brief graphic nudity. Never mind, I'm totally on board. <laughs> Let's do this. Show me, show me naked female penhead. Show me naked, wet female penhead. I want, I want wet female naked penhead frolicking through a, a room full of chains that's i think that would be uh, very ideal memory glands so i'm not going to judge it be, you know it's just that i'm not going to judge it before seeing it you know it's just that i've been i've been burned before i went to, and i'm ashamed to admit this i went to the theater to watch the and Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. And I I will never get that time or that money back. And I just I feel like I did myself and the horror community in general a great disservice by funding or contributing to that, that absolute shit show. The first kill in that movie was pretty cool because it was kind of dreamlike. And I thought that's the aesthetic they were going to go for. But then it just, it just, well, I mean, you saw it. I don't need to explain it. Damn. But well, yeah, there's going to be a new Hellraiser movie. And there's a female penhead. You've probably already heard that before. Okay, moving right along here. It's time to, uh, oh. All right. It's time to talk about politics. Okay, um, probably the, uh, Supreme Court, that's a thing, there's, um, Congress, I got a Congress up there in in that place where they, they do that, and then there's a, um, the Joe Biden, okay, thank God, whew, hey, it could be worse could fall asleep in class and be hunted by Freddy Krueger, because that's what's about to happen to Nancy. It's a nightmare on Elm Street, right here on Nova Joker Radio. Whew, that was a close one there. You know, Nancy wouldn't have these problems if she'd only drink some
1: coffee. Oh no. What's wrong? Oh, it's your coffee again. The desk sergeant at the station makes better coffee than this.
2: Ed, really?
1: Sorry, honey. But your coffee tastes terrible. That means it's time to
0: read a review of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Now, we all know it's an iconic film and horror fans everywhere just adore it it's it's certainly got a special place in my heart but you can't please everyone so we're gonna go ahead and read a one-star review for a nightmare on elm street the title is
3: what could be more overrated than this
0: and there's a warning because there's spoilers so just be ready for that Okay, uh...
3: The other day, some friends told me they didn't watch horror movie.
0: Should be movies.
3: Because every one of them was cheesy and predictable. At the time, I wasn't exactly sure what they were watching to make them think that, but now I know. A Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't care if it's a classic. It's still one of the single worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I don't understand how this is by the same man who wrote The Last House on the Left, which was superior in every way imaginable. From opening to closing, the acting is some of the unintentionally funny I've seen in a horror movie ever.
0: Nice sentence, bro. Sorry, I know, I'm getting a little defensive. But I'll I'll maintain my professionalism. And we'll just, uh... We'll just keep going here.
3: The entire movie plays out like something made for TV on Cartoon Network. And they actually show this movie on that station around Halloween. There's nothing even remotely dark or serious about this movie. Because it's written with the simplicity and corniness of a children's film. The actors themselves don't even look old enough to be teenagers. Minus the cliche comical bedroom scene near the end the movie has no more blood than a kids movie I really cannot think of anything in this movie that would be aimed at adults or older teens A Nightmare on Elm Street is a children's movie through and through no not a lot of blood huh remember when Glenn
0: died I think a couple drops came out of his bed when when Glenn died but the, this reviewer contends that *A Night on Elm Street* is a children's movie through and through. So we're gonna keep we're gonna keep going with the review here.
3: The story itself is throwaway and lacks any creativity whatsoever.
0: I'm just gonna go ahead and let that sentence just sit with you. I'll reread it for the sake of the flow of the paragraph, and this time we'll just go straight through the paragraph.
3: The story itself is throwaway and lacks any creativity whatsoever. A guy kills in your dreams. Other than that, every single factor of A Nightmare on Elm Street uses cliches that were around long before it. A secondary character dies off, the main character goes on a quest to kill the killer, the main character goes to school and almost is killed, the main character does research and finds an urban legend or the equivalent, on how to kill the supernatural killer. Her plan succeeds, and the last few minutes show a reversal of expectations. Anyone remember how many times they've seen that exact plot before? Those of you who claim this is a superior slasher because it's original do not know what original means. Freddy is the single thing that even kept me watching this movie. His character is a tired cliché, exactly like Pennywise, and Billy, and the Joker, and every other villain, but his actual design is at least a little different. He's essentially Mr. Rogers with a burnt face and knives for fingers, but that is more original than you're going to get in most slashers. It's sad to see him in such a lame movie.
0: How is he essentially Mr. Rogers? Because of the sweater. You think there's only. Do You think those are the only two people. Who wear sweaters. What about. Cold people. So that was a one star review. For. A Nightmare on Elm Street. See you can't. You really just can't please everybody. And you're. You know what reviewer. You're just. You're absolutely right. This movie has zero originality i mean any person could just pull out a notebook and just sit down and start uh, listing off designs and attributes and backstories and easily come up with a way better uh, slasher villain than freddy krueger i mean i'm sure you could just sit down and just start coming up with ideas and you wouldn't come up with something that looked like a rejected idea for a pro wrestler at all you know some big lumbering goof wearing a mask. I mean this is a slightly older review, but I would assume the internet was a pretty prominent thing. So you probably already seen Faces of Death before you were old enough to talk. You know, didn't didn't you guys grow up in that kind of house? Just uh no furniture, boarded up windows, Faces of Death playing on the TV 24/7. Uh, Just me? Okay, but I'll tell you this. I still enjoyed A Nightmare on Elm Street and I thought it was scary. So and that's why I drink lots of
2: coffee Wonderful anniversary dear and thank you for the flowers You're welcome darling, but if you could do one thing for me. What? Try to do something about your coffee I hoped it would be better today.
0: Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back here on Nova Joker Radio. Great Halloween parties begin at Walgreens. Candy, party decorations, masks, costumes, makeup. Everything you need
1: for Halloween fun, now at Walgreens. Every hear of a gift certificate that turns into a soft drink, oh, it can happen this Halloween. But when you give out McDonald's Halloween gift certificates, kids take them to McDonald's and, and they get a McDonald's soft drink. A book of 20 Halloween gift certificates costs only a dollar. And can turn into 20 regular soft drinks. It must be the magic of Halloween. Nobody
2: can do at McDonald's can. Nobody. I'm Freddy Krueger, and you're invited to my special get-together, but beware, you may never leave. Dial this number now, I've got some grizzly details for you, and if you're one of my lucky callers, selected at random, you'll talk to me live, while you're awake and safe. So dial this number now, if you dare, talk to me live. Freddy Krueger is waiting just for you. $2 for the first
1: minute, $0.35 each additional minute.
0: Alright, it's... Time to head out to the graveyard for a little spooky, silly fun. It's time for Jokes from the Crypt, right here on Nova Joker Radio.
2: From the creek. So you know what I've been doing? Going through my address book and crossing out the dead people. You do that? That's a lot of fun, isn't it? Gives you a good feeling. Kind of gives you a feeling of power. A superiority to have outlasted another old friend. But you can't do it too soon, you know. You can't do it too soon. You can't come running home from the funeral and get the book out, you know. You can't do that. A little time has to pass. You have to let a little time go by. I have a rule of thumb, six weeks. If you're a friend of mine and you're in my book and you die, I leave you alone for an extra six weeks. Six extra weeks in the book on the house, it's on me. But after that, hey, facts are facts, fuck you, you're dead. (laughs) Out you fucking go. You gotta have standards, you know? Now these days a lot of people don't keep analog address books anymore, they don't want to be writing that stuff out longhand, they're in the computer age, and they have an application in the computer called Outlook, or, or contacts, or address books, something like that. So they keep all the information in the computer, and they sync it up with their phone every day or every other day, so now, instead of scratching out a name, you get to DELETE the fuck. And deleting someone is an even more powerful feeling than simply scratching out a name. You know how to delete someone. You select the name, highlight the person, and then... (laughs) Straight into the trash. Now, if it's a really close friend of yours, you might not want to empty the trash for about six weeks. Or or uh, if, if it's a little too harsh for you, a little too harsh to delete an old friend, you can always create a new folder, a special folder for dead people. You keep it on your desktop, it's kind of a digital purgatory.
0: That was one of my favorite comedians, George Scarlin. (laughs) (coughs) Sorry, I had something in my my throat there. That was uh, George Carlin, for those of you who don't know. It feels weird saying that. I feel like I shouldn't have to say that. But these days, some people probably don't know, so... That was George Carlin. You should check him out if you've never heard of him. Phone a friend. Tell them about good comedy. Or you could be like Freddy and phone Nancy. You're listening to A Nightmare on Elm Street. Right here on Nova Joker Radio.
1: Hello? Oh. Just a minute. It's her. She wants to talk to Glenn. About what? What's this about, Nancy? Just a minute. She says it's private. Very private and very important. Give me that. Glenn's asleep. You ought to talk to him tomorrow. You've just got to be firm with these kids. That's all. Let's go. As a matter of fact,
0: learned here folks we learned that you shouldn't try to crash an airplane into Walmart even if you don't like the customer service we learned that it's okay for penhead to have tits and in the new hellraiser movie i hope i hope that penhead shows us those those beautiful hits, and I hope they have pens in them too, because that's what the character needs. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nova You can subscribe to me on YouTube, and you can check out my books, which are now available on Amazon.com. I'll put links somewhere. Wherever you're listening to this, there might be some links around. So until we meet again, keep it real and keep it scary.